hop in your TARDIS as you're listening to Doctor Huh? Question mark. Questionable. There's no question mark. But when you say it, doesn't it just feel better to say Doctor Huh? I The number of times that you said Kyle XY as the name of our podcast. Yeah, but this is Doctor Huh? Doctor what? You make me sick. Uh, I am your... Your spirit Halloween pirate costume wearing brother Jordan. <laughs> yar, yar, sorry, <laughs> yar. dog Sam. You can never get away from it. <laughs> yar, walk for the five dollars. For five dollars. <laughs> um, welcome back. This is a randomly generated Doctor Who podcast where we watch Doctor Who. It was so the... random when you came up with this idea. Yeah, my original idea, I sent you the message, I said, Sam, we should watch Doctor Who Tacos! Hey! Cheese! Pancakes! Lucky! Um, but, let's see, this is our, uh, this is our, our, we, to this week we are watching, uh, Doctor Who, Who PhD as I like to call it. Nope. Um, <laughs> Who just, PhD? Just trying to keep you in check, no, no you don't. <laughs> Who PhD? <laughs> uh, this is uh, what series? Is this series? Uh... This is there's there's no series number. This is the Uh-oh. 2022 special number two of three, and it's called "The Legend of the Sea Devils." It's written by Ella Road and Chris Chibnall, directed by Halu Wang. And this is our first exposure to Jodie, Jodie Whittaker, mm. I think is how that uh-huh. name is pronounced. French actress, Jodie Whittaker. Uh-huh. Uh, the first French doctor. Uh-huh. Um, and I really gotta say, her accent was very convincing. I was very uh-huh. impressed. <laughs> um, what'd you think of this episode? I thought it was all right boring i was bored the whole time i, I thought it was a perfectly like fine adventure okay. story i need i need i need something more to chew on than this and i need it to either be bad or i need it to be good and i don't want it to be this is just like run of the mill just fucking buckle down here's a fucking time travel adventure uh through history with an aliens. Okay, but but uh-huh. have you considered it this way? They mm-hmm. must have worked so hard. I mean, yeah, but like you can work really hard on a thing and it can suck, like Cyberpunk the video game. That's a That's terrible so attitude. They worked so hard on this episode. <laughs> you know who else worked really hard? Who? I don't want to say the thing I'm about to say. Who? <laughs> Don't make me say the thing that my mind, my horrible... Adolf Hitler? Yeah. Are you going to applaud his efforts? You no. fucking freak? Because he okay. wasn't making a TV episode. <laughs> if Adolf Hitler directed an episode of Doctor Who and you liked it, would you... Would you... <laughs> this is like the This most is a very interesting in- thought experiment that I this can't like say I expected to face five minutes into this episode. <laughs> the stupidest thought. This isn't like, would you go back in time and kill baby Hitler? This is, if Doctor Who, uh, if Adolf Hitler directed an episode of Doctor Who that you liked, would you if, give him credit? If Adolf Hitler directed a middling episode of Doctor <laughs> Who, would you applaud would his you, efforts? Would you hand it to Adolf Hitler? 
<laughs> Under no circumstances should you hand it to Adolf Hitler, but you know he put the work in. This is oh, great. This there. is our our first mention of Hitler on the podcast, but it's not it's our a time last. travel show, so it may very well not be our last. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so the, the doctor's gonna fuck I, Hitler at some point. <laughs> is that what the doctor does? Is he just goes through, or he or she travels through time and and just according has to Liz Ten in the first episode we watched, basically yes. All right, cool. I can't wait for the episode where Doctor Who sixty nine's Thomas Jefferson. Um, I also so, can't wait. I think it would be good. Uh, I have to. I have to bring up a, a, a something that's been on my mind, on my mind since I watched this episode. Okay, who's Dan? Who's Dan, Dan is uh, one who's of the Dan? doctor's companions. Who is he? What's his, What's up with him? He's kind of a. He's kind of a nice bloke. He's he's just one of the lads. He's, he's just divorced. sort of like a nice he, guy. He has divorce energy. I think he's got. He's an got big time divorced energy, but he's, he's just so like he's divorced. just here to have fun, you know. Yeah, I like like. So we had two companions in this episode, Dan and Yaz. Yaz, correct. And Yaz had the vibe of just like this is a standard Doctor Who companion, and then there's Dan, and Dan's just like. He's just there. He's I'll, just, I'll I'll counter that. I, I like think Dan. That, I think that Dan came across as a pretty standard companion. Yaz could use a sword. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Yaz felt like she had been with the Doctor for a while. This is the vibe I got. Yaz was like the experienced one. She's seen some shit, and Dan's just one of the lads. He was on his way to the Tesco. And he got sucked up. He walked. He was gonna call his ex-wife. He was walking out of divorce court, and he, he was, accidentally tripped and he, fell into the TARDIS. Fell into the TARDIS. <laughs> um, we begin this episode. Uh, it's we're in nineteenth-century China, um, and there's like. A, and by the way, I apologize for the butchering of Chinese names that we're gonna do in this episode. Inevitably, um, I think I'm gonna say, do a great job. I gotta say, okay, so you can do all the names then, and I'll just, I'll just, uh, defer to you whenever a character is named. Um, I gotta say, here's a, here's a, here's a criticism of this episode. I thought the pacing was a little whack. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry for undermining the efforts of all the people who worked on this show. I forgot that I wasn't allowed to say anything I didn't like about anything. I'm only allowed to be nice. People are only coming here for me to affirm their worldview that Doctor Who is the greatest TV show ever. No, made. you know what it is? It's that it's just really funny to me that we we had a an episode that wasn't really very good, but that we kind of liked it. Then we had a good episode. And then we didn't have a bad episode. We just had a, a perfectly okay episode. I've always said the worst thing that a me- piece of media can be is boring. I didn't think it was boring. I thought it was boring. I I didn't love this episode, but I was I was like, I was like it's okay. Um, the episode starts with a a cool pirate queen, and I thought she was cool. I liked her. She's a real um, person. She. Yeah, I figured she was a real person. I feel like I've remembered learning about, like, the pirate queen who had, like, 1,000 husbands and 1 million boats. And here we go. I'm gonna try to say her name. I'm Uh not gonna apologize. I'm really sorry if I mess it up, though. Fuck! Whoops, I apologize. I believe it's pronounced Yi Sao. Alright, they call her, like, Madam something. Madam Chen. Madam Chin. Chen. Which is also her name. Yeah. Um... And she, much like all of the, uh, the horrible, horrible, disrespectful, wretched Antifa super soldiers, 
she wants to, she sees a statue and she wants to she wants to get she this is probably this is probably a statue of a hero <laughs> she uh, goes she, to a, an 1807 chinese fishing village <laughs> where they are paying respects to the tradition <laughs> of the big fish man holding a guy in his hand we call him winston churchill sam don't be disrespectful to him and she sees that statue and she's ready to she's ready to tear down erase our history I'm just going to give um, a, a little a little tiny bit of information on her uh, for anyone who cares. Uh, this is a, a lady from 19th century China. She married a guy, uh, Zheng Yi, who had a big pirate fleet. And then when he died, she took control of this why big did I, old... Why did I think that she had like a hundred husbands? I don't know why I thought that. That might have been someone else that you learned about at one point. Uh, I, she... I just think, I think that this... I mean, we know that she's her defining character trait in this episode is is, is pirate, and that her second secondary character trait in this episode is mom. So <laughs> maybe she had like ninety other kids that she just didn't care about that much. Well, see, the thing is, uh, her husband did adopt this kid, and then when uh-huh. the kid was older, uh, she did, I think, like marry him or like start having sex with him mm, and i don't like that that's not good i'm not gonna defend her when people watch house of the dragon they eat this shit up so i don't think that we have any right to disagree with it if it was real that's I'm all just, i'm saying i'm well i'm not gonna say that either because i i disagree <laughs> with that but <laughs> <laughs> people love it on i i was i remember it said uh Come to Doctor Who for the historical figure guilty of incest. Stay for the tra- time trap. Well, I guess it, it's, a, it's not incest if it's adoption. I mean, it, I, I will say, to be fair, I have no idea how old the person was in the first Why place. Are we ta- I thought we were talking about a show where time travel happens. Why are we talking about this still? Because I was trying to, I was going to move on to my fun fact, and then you got really fixated on this. Because you thought that we should talk about it for an hour. I thought it'd be funny if we talked about it. I've just got hot D on the brain. I miss that show so much. Anyway, the the thing that I was going to say about her is that she is a very rare pirate who died in her 70s, retired. Isn't isn't this lady, like, the most, like, prosperous pirate of all time? Like, nobody in, in the world of piracy made more money than this lady did that's that i I didn't see so i can't vouch for that one way or the other i'm just gonna start making up pirate facts about that (laughs) wasn't she the one with the the six heads i thought you were gonna say wasn't she the one with the six pack (laughs) remember the part in this episode where she says doctor have you seen the situation (laughs) wasn't she the pirate who fought that big fish guy wasn't she wasn't she the pirate pirate who appeared on doctor who (laughs) yes uh, so she's destroying a statue. It's very disrespectful. She's erasing our history. There's like a, there's like a father-son duo, um, and the father really wants to protect Mr. Statues. Unnamed and his son, Unnamed. Yeah, that boy never got a name. We never get a name for him. Whole episode. I literally um, was just writing in my, in my notes for the whole episode. I was just calling him boy. And then, yeah, that's, like, that's it. Like, 40 that's minutes it. into the episode, someone what calls him boy, say? and I was like, oh, maybe that is just his name. Boy. What does the credits say? I didn't Boy? see guy, I didn't, little dude. I mean, if they if they gave him a name, I wouldn't have known that it was him. <laughs> he says, "Son, I need to protect our history. Take that magical glowing necklace and 
protect it with your life. To say what's actually happening, he says that she doesn't know what what she's going to unleash if she keeps punching this statue. So he goes to deal with her, and he says to his son, "The yeah, the the duty will pass to you if anything happens to me." And yeah, we do see the statue. It's it's a giant humanoid fish guy with a sword holding a human man in his gigantic hand. She starts, like, chiseling the base of the statue, and the whole thing cracks open. We learn later that the, like, fish boy, the sea devil that's inside this, was, like, petrified, right? Mm-hmm. What was a little guy? Was there a little man? He was He was holding an action figure <laughs> at the time. <laughs> What was that little guy? Did someone come along? Did someone come along and say, damn, sick statue, but you know what this needs? A little guy. (laughs) No, he came to the village to show them his G.I. Joe and then throws him into a statue. (laughs) Check this out. Because, yeah, he's not big enough for that to be to scale. That is a tiny Ah, guy. Look, it's Boba Fett. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so they. he the the statue like breaks open and it's the fish guy and he's real and he he like walks out and he kills he kills the dad oh no (laughs) (laughs) his actor works so hard (laughs) what what is it with you and effort i just i I don't know (laughs) give this man an emmy give this man an emmy give him an emmy he was on an episode of a tv show he tried he tried so hard I haven't um, done that. So we're on a beach. I believe that the premise of this episode is that the doctor and co were going to go to the beach. Yeah. Do we want to mention like, the thing that she takes from the statue? I never really figured out what it was. Uh, was it like a treasure from, map? She needed something from the statue. She like pulled out that. a chunk of the statue's base and there was something engraved. I think it was the treasure map. I guess it map. must have been a map. Yeah. If it wasn't the treasure map, then I don't know what it was. Yeah, they were they were gonna have a beach day. Um, they were gonna have. I guess they were gonna have like a pirate beach day because Dan is dressed like a just just the most fucking Halloween I, costume. I pirate. think that what happened here is that twelfth Doctor, fourteenth Doctor, which Doctor is this? Thirteenth Doctor, Doctor, thirteenth <laughs> Doctor, Doctor Whitaker, uh, the French Doctor. <laughs> it's a Louis Decay. She, she was, I, I got the sense that they were coming off of a really difficult journey and that they were like, we've earned ourselves a beach day. Yeah, probably. Why were they, cause there was a thing where she was just like, well, oi, gav, bonjour, monsieur, we are, we are 400 years, of course, aren't we not? <laughs> if you're going to question why I am having such a <laughs> such an emotional moment at how hard they all worked on this episode i am gonna have to ask why you're doing that <laughs> i'm just trying to accurately represent the way she talks well you're doing a really bad job because i don't know if you realize this you're making her sound bloody french that's what she is <laughs> look it up i'm confused i'm just telling you that the actress <laughs> Just telling you the actress who plays the 13th Doctor is a French woman named Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> Why does it become Whittaker? Uh, I don't remember how it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, oh, we are at this beach. 
I gotta stop. I think isn't it? It's like Jody Whittaker, right? It's got an OO at the beginning, right? It's got Rembrandt in there somewhere. I yeah, think, I think there's an OO at the start of it. I think it's Jody Whittaker, <laughs> the first German doctor, <laughs> Jody Whittaker. It's. I mean, that's how I would pronounce it. <laughs> this is the third episode. We can't be going this insane already. I'm just trying to listen. The episode is boring, so I'm just trying to create a fun. I'm just trying to gaslight our. The episode is not boring. There's so many swords that glitter and glow like the stars Glowing above. Glowing swords are not necessarily exciting. Uh, okay. I'll go tell that to George fucking Lucas. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say George Soros. <laughs> I'll go make, make my s- report to George Soros, and then I'll be back. <laughs> but okay. Okay, they're all pirate. Uh, Dan, <laughs> Dan the man is dressed up like a pirate. That's right. I forgot when I was explaining what I thought was going on. I failed to address the pirate costume that Dan is wearing because Jordan. I'll be honest. I have no idea why he's wearing a pirate costume. What were? Where were they tr- trying to go to? Because they accidentally showed up in the place where the pirate was. But they, they, were, they sh- were trying to go meet some actual pirates and have a beach day with actual pirates, and then he but was they- going to make fun of their clothes. <laughs> but but they did meet a pirate. Hey, this is what you she- look like. Hey. I like. Listen, everybody, Sam's saying that she's not an actual pirate. No, actual no, 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 no. My point, my point is that they did not intend to come here. They said they were 400 years off course. Yes. But they were, so they were going to, they, what, they were going to fucking... 15th century China and Dan the man was gonna, my man Dan was or gonna dress they were up going like this. going to the 2200s. I don't know what the beaches are like. Yeah, Maybe the go- surf is incredible. <laughs> Did you know that in, that in the, the, the 23rd century, pirates took over China and they all dressed in funny pirate costumes? Once the tides start really rising, oh man, the waves oh, man. of choice. Oh yes! Especially, climate, you know what it was, though? You know what it was? Gonna, yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. We're, we want to make sure that we have the calmest beach day, so we'll go once everyone has left on their on their country-themed spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> For our special private beach, China's gone. Yay! <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Um, so they're, yeah, they're, they're in the wrong place. Well, what happens is Yaz, uh, Yaz and Dan the man step out and Dan says, oh, Gov, where are we? And then Yaz, she says, she says, what she says is she looks at the camera and she says, more importantly, when When are we? we? Yeah. He's Um, dressed as a pirate. The doctor is very upset about it. uh, But he says that Yaz gave it to him and she, she's like, well, at least you're not wearing the hook. And he's like, I'm wearing the hook. And they're like, what are you like? He's just a mad lad. Just one of the lads. He's just a mad lad. And then he says, well, you know, I just came back from my, uh, from my induction into the church of the flying spaghetti monster. So I have my, my ceremonial garb. Mm -hmm. He says, dressed as a pirate. Uh huh. And then he, and then Yaz says, at least you're not wearing the colander on your head. And he goes, pulls off his bandana. Yeah. He's always, uh, like, wearing it stealthily. <laughs> that explains why it looked like that. Yeah. Uh, her earring, the doctor's earring, starts flipping and flopping what around. What the fuck was... Yeah, I... Uh, uh, I don't want to, like... The, keep... It's the magnetism you see. Yeah, but, like, why is the... 
so in, in the greatest, one of the greatest sci-fi TV shows of all time, Deep Space Nine, the, there's a whole race of aliens that called the Bajorans, and their religion makes them wear these ear cuffs, and that was what the doctor looked like she was wearing. So I thought that maybe she converted to, like, Bajoranism or something. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out someday. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, she is wearing, like, it, it's like, whoa, the magnets. Is, and then they're all like, all right, lads, let's skip these stones. <laughs> Yeah, was it last episode th- where you said that you didn't want to do any British accents? Yeah, sorry, let me try that again. Oh, let us keep these stones oh across the, the ocean. The geomagnetic polarization hypercurve. <laughs> this stupid <laughs> magnetic hyper... Hyper disturbance in the magnetic field of the Earth. It makes me sick. Anyway, they're, what, what we're what we're trying to get across is that they're skipping rocks, but the rocks go flying sideways. And she's like, "Well, that's weird. I guess that must be what happened to the TARDIS." Let me tell you, I had the funniest. I had a great joke. You know, I know they worked really hard on this episode. And I want to give them any notes because sure, they sure, did sure, not, sure. knock it out. Don't the hype part. it up too much. If I were to write this episode, here's the joke I would make, uh, which is so the Doctor like skips the stone and she goes, "Oh, what the fuck." She says that. That's pretty fucking funny. No, No, let me get to it. Um, and then, and then I think Yaz tries to skip, skip a stoner or the, or, but Dan the man comes along and he's like, you having some trouble? Here, let me show you how it's done. And he skips it and it goes, but I think it'd be much funnier if Dan just threw the rock in and just sunk right in and he didn't skip it. But, oh, like if he failed to skip it. Like if he failed to skip it. But apparently every one of these three people is good at skipping stones. I assume we'll, I assume we'll get an episode about that. But. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea that here on Doctor Huh? Um, every single, every <laughs> single thing that happens on this show is like a callback to an earlier episode. Right, we're gonna find out why she's wearing that earring. We're gonna learn why <laughs> Yaz can go, use a sword. They're gonna go to Stone Yalon. We're gonna watch the them buy the skipping. pirate costume. <laughs> there is one thing, uh, when she meets the sea devils, we'll bring it up later, actually. But yeah, um, Something's wrong with the wibbly bibbly geomagnetaroony. They hear the screaming in the nearby village and they run over. They find the big fish man is killing everyone. And when he kills you, he leaves you a weird blue laser crackle oh. effect on your body. And then the doctor looks at it and says, Hexotoxic poison. It's the kind that is kill you. She says, Hexotoxic poison, poisson. Sorry. Oh, this is where we learn that this is a snarky doctor, because she sees the sea devil, and she's like, oh, you're a sea devil. And he's like, yeah, well, you're a land parasite. And she says, oh, how would Please, you- please, we called them the British. And Guys, she's... come on. And she says, how would you prefer I address you? And he says, where is it? And she says, oh, Mr. Where is it? Hey, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then- yeah, and then she says, "Hi, where is it? I'm Dad." She says, "Hey, um, yeah." So he he like tries to swing at her with his big bad sword, but they lead him onto a net, and he gets that was the funny shit the I ever like when I I know they worked really hard on this one, uh, like, but where where and when did they set up this Scooby Doo net trap? I, I because... think that we're meant to believe that it's simply a big fishing net from the village that was already there. Okay. The good thing that uh, Yaz and Dan the Man know how to do a net. I don't know. Scooby-Doo I I'll be honest trap. though. 
because he he immediately breaks out. I don't know why they thought that uh, a rope net would be a good way to capture a guy who has a sword. Well, he's a fish guy, so they thought that he would get in the net and he would just start flopping. <laughs> he around. would just he would just immediately start flopping. The fish instincts kick in, and he's just like shit. Mm-hmm. It's like how in that episode, the 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 episode we watched, uh, the classic episode with the Birdman, they stop the Birdman by closing a uh, glass door in front of him. Yeah, go to our Patreon to find the episode that we definitely watched with the Birdman. Wink. Wink. Is that fraud? Um, huh? Yeah. Am I doing fraud? It's illegal. We're doing a crime. Sorry, sorry, um, sorry. We, uh, we, we, the sea devil leaves. But he leaves, out. he leaves in a big giant flying ghost ship. And she's like, sea devils don't have ships. And he says... Well, we fucking do now. Do now. <laughs> Starts playing Highway to Hell <laughs> on his guitar. <laughs> um, we then, we then, uh, Madam Cheng, uh, she comes up to them and the, the boy from the movie, the boy. Mm-hmm. I want you all to visualize this guy as that boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, not, e- everyone boy. remembers the boy from the boy. Uh, I'm pretty sure the boy from the boy is kind of an icon on Twitter. He's everyone knows. Everyone knows when guy. you say the phrase "the boy from the boy." Everyone immediately can picture the boy from the boy. A hundred percent, my friend. Uh, listeners, if you know what I mean when I say the boy from the boy, please leave a five star review on iTunes. I know for what us. the boy is. I just don't. <laughs> Whatever. What's the problem with the boy? Fine. He looks like one of the boys from they the boys. They didn't work very hard on it. Okay. <laughs> It was a total what? rush job, and I have no fucking time we, for that. How did we record so much podcast, and this is just, this this aspect of you has just now <laughs> appeared. They didn't work at all on Secret Life of the American Teenager. I have that a multifaceted individual. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and I think that Brenda tried really hard on this <laughs> Shut show, the okay? fuck up. No, they don't ever bring Brenda into this. Uh, so, okay. For those of you just joining us, I don't really no. think that. We, uh... We, uh, we meet the, the pirate queen, and she is looking for the lost treasure of the Flor de la Mar. Uh, which, which is a is real, a, real, it's a real boat. And it was, uh, it was found in the 16th century by a pirate named Jihun. Wrong. Uh, his... Okay. He was Correct. just a sailor, not a pirate. Oh, okay. So anytime I see if I see a person on a boat, I just think they're a pirate. And yeah, Ji Hun, real person, is not real. Oh, so there. Yeah, sorry. Every every time I see a person on a boat, I think they're a pirate. That's why I was like when I when I saw the movie Titanic, I was just I I didn't yet feel anything when that boat sunk. I was just like, oh, well, they're all pirates, so. Uh huh. Do you remember when that giant pirate ship got stuck in the Suez Canal? <laughs> Okay, the MR but, given. Okay, but can you imagine how much funnier it would be if it was a big funny pirate ship? If it's stuck and you just you're watching the news and they're like trying they're, to dig it out and you just hear like faint sea shanties. I was thinking like they're trying they they get the like the single backhoe in there and they just start shooting at it with their cannons. <laughs> Back off, matey! What a more whimsical world we would be living in if that's what would happen. Um, okay, so she's looking for a treasure. Uh, for some reason, that treasure required statue desecration and sea devil uh, this is the liberation. Thing is she says that she needed the thing, so there you go. Duh. 
The doctor, by the, the way, uh, whatever, because because yeah. boy is like, you killed my dad because he didn't see what happened. So he's like, you killed my dad, and the doctor killed my like, dad with this hexatoxin. Yeah, the the doctor's like, no, this is hexatoxic poison from the sea devil's sword. There's no way that she did this to your dad. And then I guess he was just like not listening to that part because he, he spends, never acknowledges he spends, that in any way. He spends the rest of the episode being accusing this woman of killing uh This is like it, 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 it he could have just said like what even if she didn't kill him she released the thing. Being, but yeah. no she's he's like he's like no I'm pretty sure she did use the hexatoxic sea devil poison. He he continues this bit up until the very moment where he says, "Ma'am, I will be proud to serve with you for the rest of my life. Thank you." And then he hugs her. So I don't know the character. <laughs> That's literally, arc, what happens? Boy, boy goes through a very uh, a very broad and immediate character arc in this episode. Never gets a name though. I do like uh, that. Uh, Yaz realizes that they're dealing with a pirate and immediately apologizes for Dan's outfit. I like the idea that pirate racism exists in this world. I like the idea that a Chinese pirate would look at this yeah. sort of, like, Caribbean She's... buccaneer costume and be like, are you making fun of me? I also, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that this is like a, a uh, this particular pirate is like, like a hundred years displaced from the rest of the pirates, because I think those guys were like 17th, like uh, 18th century and this is 19th century. I don't know when the pirates were doing their thing, but I do know that this was a different group of pirates at a different time doing a different thing. There's only one... Pirates can only be around at one time. This is right. all I'm saying. Right. Uh, so, 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 uh, we... Let's see. Uh, oh, we see the, the sea devil captain, who also doesn't get a name, uh... They they but exclusively they call him Sea Devil. I, this one yeah. I did look up. He is credited as Sea Devil. Yeah, um, and he has a whole crew of Sea Devils on their flying Sea Devil boat. Their names um, are also Sea Devil. They've all, uh, they've all. He's like awakening them, like a like they're all pillar men or something. <laughs> um, Didn't we reference when did, we referenced the pillar men recently? Was it was it on our Patreon episode? Uh, I. Th- they were digging yes, out the I think sanctum because so, they were digging out the sanctum. Yeah, that um, sounds right. That one is you not fraud. Our, we did talk if you about that. Listen to our our Patreon episode. Uh, leave a five star review on iTunes and then give us a dollar. Um, leave a five star review for the Patreon app on iTunes. <laughs> Love Doctor Huh. Great episode, guys. <laughs> um. So let's see. We are on. Uh, we we learn about the Huashen. Oh yeah, which it's is a, a big sea big monster. Big. Oh, it's a big sea monster. It's a big sea monster that like we barely see. Sir, not appearing in this episode, like barely shows up for at all. Well, like it's the, it's the sea monsters you don't see. It's a don't yeah. see monster. They worked really hard to put that sea monster in. Come it on, it was really Come expensive. It was really expensive. Um, there, uh, Madame Chang is on her boat. Um, and, uh, and she's on her boat by herself, like her crew is gone, mm-hmm. uh, because pirate crews are very expensive, mm-hmm. um, to, to hire. Look, I've played for. Sea of Thieves, this is how it goes. Yeah, there's only- You get on the boat, no you say, there's than... no fucking way in hell that I could possibly do this by myself, and you're right, and then you die. 
that you can only get a, a, a you, you can perfectly ban a pirate ship of any size with at, at least three people is all mm-hmm. you need. And uh, good thing Dan. But you'll need a fourth because Jordan will be playing the hurdy gurdy and throwing up on you the whole time. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so oh, and then Boy is on the boat. Oh mm-hmm. no no no! Boy dares Dan the man, who apparently is just an incredibly strong swimmer, to swim <laughs> what looks to be like I don't know a kilometer out from the shore to Damn, the boat. You are British. Leave me alone. I just, I just, I just knew it wasn't a mile, and I figured a kilometer would be closer. <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck? Shut up! What? What the fuck? If you, <laughs> it didn't look like a mile. It looked like way less than a mile. It's fine. It's fine. So uh, they see that the pirate ship is a couple clicks off the, <laughs> off the shore. A click is a kilometer. Uh, yeah, so I'm 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 just trying. It's to, getting uh, further and further away. I actually had no idea. That Follow that was. ship. What's uh What's the like nautical unit of, of a distance? Knot? I think is it not speed? Oh, maybe. Fathom. Fathom is depth. League. League is a thing. Yeah, it's a really shitty video game that no one should ever play. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Okay, so, uh, Boy tells Dan the man that we gotta get on that pirate ship, and he says, oh, isn't it so far away, Gov? It's so funny, though, because Boy is like, I'm gonna get revenge, and Dan's like, nah, you're just kidding. You're just a kid. And then they go, and then when they're on the boat, he's like, alright, let's kill her, and Dan's like, whoa, 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 what? whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm just one of no, the No, you're just kidding. I'm just He's, but, he finishes killing her, and he's just like, I thought you were kidding. <laughs> but as they swim away, we go to the TARDIS, where Yaz and the Doctor are talking about the Sea Devils. Uh, we learn that the Sea Devils, well, folks, they were actually on Earth before humans were. This is a lot. This is big lore to deliver to us at this moment. I don't think that they are allowed well, to Well, there have been hundreds that. of episodes about it already, so keep up. Yeah. I also, we just haven't um, watched any The Doctor is like, I don't understand they were like such a prosperous, like, non-violent group of of guys and then why were they called sea devils? <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> they were you very, know. they were called sea devils parentheses, but they were actually very nice. I mean, the Tasmanian Devil from Looney Tunes is a funny friend, but he's called the Tasmanian Devil. Don't I'm you think like, that's fucked up? I'm... Uh, this is my theory. I think Doctor Who universe, uh, Hollow Earth. This is a theory of mine. Okay. I think we're going to... There's well going to be, be an episode where they go inside the Hollow Earth. I mean, we, we learned some bullshit geomagnetic stuff that would completely conflict with the way that the Earth works, so why, why not be hollow? Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, but... So there's a completely pointless line here where she's like, I want to track them, but I can't. They've blocked it. Oh, well. This episode, I know that we keep talking about like, wow, they're just making it up as they go. But there was something about this episode that it felt so much more like they were just making it up as they go about like, they've blocked it. We have to go and we have to, if I plug this into this and we plug this into this and we plug this into this, then it'll be... Then we can... It does have a very, like, playground feel in terms of people just pushing random buttons, pulling random levers, and always getting the result that they want. Yeah, very much like an Anakin and his pod racer kind of of vibe. So so the doctor has an idea. 
And what's her classic catchphrase that she says whenever she gets an idea? Bingo. <laughs> oh, I wanted to point out, uh, Jodi Witekre said, uh, Why Geronimo. Is it with Why would said, it be Witekre? She said Geronimo approximately 6,000 fucking times in this episode. So I guess that's her thing. No, she was calling to her friend who in Geronimo. the previous episode, they actually yeah. met Geronimo. <laughs> She's like, where is he? <laughs> Everything's a callback. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, supposed to be here with them, but he got pulled off by the Gale. So, so, so the doctor okay. has so decided, yeah. She she has an idea. She says, bingo. And she says, my big idea of the episode is we're going to go get the treasure. We're going to come back because we're time travelers. We're going to come back immediately. But they don't. But she says, uh... That they're going to find the treasure and give it to Madame Cheng. And I don't remember why she wanted to do that. It will make the sea devils <laughs> die. I don't, I don't really know what the, the point of that was. But she see, decided this is that the she really wanted to do it. the really funny thing is that, you know, last week I, I brought up... It's, it's very funny how little the fact that the Doctor has a time and space machine that can take you anywhere that you... Like, how little that factors into solving the problem of the episode. But now I've come to realize that when they do use their time and space machine that can go anywhere at any time, uh, it's fucking boring, and it doesn't really work Well, okay, but when we see the sequel to The Rebel Flesh, where he finally digs the TARDIS out and drives it through a wall, it's gonna be pretty <laughs> like epic. Like, just the fact that she goes back... She just goes back to the the to the the boat that they went to and sees Ji Hun mm-hmm. and like and then they just go back back again. Just like all right, we we figured out where the tra-. it's just like this is not good television. I know they worked hard on it. Don't get me wrong. You were being don't cry, such a Sam. Jerk right Sam, now. don't cry. <laughs> no, so I just, just the pacing is weird. They're just like all right, here we go. Now well, we're here. It's hard now to have good go pacing back. when you have a time machine. <laughs> I know, and that's why they don't seem to use it once they once they establish themselves in the place that they are at. They generally don't get back in the time machine until it's time to leave. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, Yaz is like, we shouldn't leave without Dan. But the doctor's like, whatever. He wandered off. Who? Who? Dan the man. Thank you. <laughs> Dan, the doctor. Dave the <laughs> But the doctor's like, whatever, he wandered off, so fuck him. Yeah, uh, I did think it was very funny. I actually, um, this isn't a joke, I actually thought it was very funny, because we didn't mention it, I don't think, in our last episode, but at some point in the last one, Matt Smith Doctor was like, what What did I always tell you guys? Don't don't wander off. That's like a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in this episode, uh, Dan the man wanders off, and at some point the doctor's like, well, if Dan wanted to not be left behind, he shouldn't have wandered off. That's different what I always tell you. Different personality, though, different doctor. Yeah. But it's but it's the same, you know. There's a little bit left behind, and then I really thought it was funny when uh, when Jody or Jody uh, Doctor said something about like Fez is a cool. Same Doctor, always. I have no context for that. So they, so Dan and Boy get on the ship, and they are like, "Well, there's no crew here." And this is where Boy is like, "Well, all the better to kill her with." And Dan's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Uh, well, I didn't, we didn't say anything about killing. He's when like, you said yes, revenge, I... I thought that you a I were joking you were and b the shit meant out of her. like maybe just you know, tie her shoelaces together. Yeah, tripping her or something. Um, I, and... I I like this part where Boy is like, "Come on, we could take her. You must be a good fighter to have lived to 70? 
That was pretty funny. I like that. And he's like, I'm 48. He, sa- he said he was 42. Which That's is a lie. Absolutely Bullshit. not true. Okay, I need to read something that the wiki has written down, which is it says here, and please, for the love of God, tell me if I miss something in the episode. It says, um, they also noticed the conspicuous absence of any other crew other than Cheng, who is doing her best to sail the ship by herself using complex rope tricks. Did this appear in the- was there a part where she's, like, doing, uh, fucking- uh, like Mr. Bean on top of the car. No, I think they ship? they they made because what she was doing was cat's cradle. I don't know what you're talking. What does this mean? Jesus Christ! Is that like a Fortnite? I've, dance I've or never something? I've never felt so old. <laughs> Is that like a Fortnite dance or something? <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, cat's <laughs> cradle. It's a game you you. You you like hold string around your fingers and you like weave it into different shapes. I, I know what you're talking about now, but I was taking you at your word that this had something to do with how she was sailing the pirate ship by herself. Okay, so to to no, I think I think she was like trying to rig something up. We didn't really see much of it, but I guess she was doing that. I didn't really. It didn't she was really just register. doing Mr. Bean on top of her car. Yeah, uh, which is basically how you sail a ship, anyway. So yeah, uh. So yeah, she catches them and uh we like smash cut to them hanging upside down. Uh boys still telling her that they're going to kill her. She uh, doesn't make Dan, fun of boy for man, saying that. Yeah. Dan the man has an idea which is uh nice ship you got here. It'd be a shame if you didn't have a crew. What if we were a crew? And she says, "Well, all right. All right." Um, okay, now the Doctor and Yaz are in 1533, much closer to their intended time period that they were going to. So or much further away. True. Um, and they watch a scene wherein Sailor, but not Pirate, Jihun, I didn't know he could be on a boat and not be a pirate, but okay, mm-hmm. um, is ordering everyone, including very, uh, very intentionally named guy Lei Bao. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, he says, "You, his, his name is Grandpa. Ray. His you, name is Grandpa Boy. Boy, <laughs> Lay Boy. <laughs> I thought it said Lay Bow, but it actually says Lay Boy. He, yeah, he's like crew member A, get over the edge. Crew member B, get over the edge. Lay Bow, get over there. Get the <laughs> yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. And then he like, and then he, we see a sea devil walk out, and they're like, why would he do this to his crew? And then a sea devil walks out, and he starts like bowing and kissing and, and, and caressing it and saying, I'm, I love you. He kneels um, for the sea devil is dad. what happens. And he's and, and, like, are, are you going to honor our agreement? But the sea devil is like, I would never honor a deal with a land crawler like you. I was confused because earlier the sea devil called them land parasites, but this time he but no, no, he, rest- he, no, no, because that was when he was talking to the British. That was when he was mad. <laughs> no, he was talking to British people then. Okay, all right. Um, you're telling me that you're telling me that Jihan isn't British. He had a British accent. Anyway, uh, yeah, so it it does it does need to be said. This is the same sea devil, for the record. Right. Uh, you can so tell they, because he has a distinctive name tag. <laughs> yeah. So they start to fight, and the whole ship starts shaking, and the doctor, I think, realizes that the sea monster is coming or something. So they get back to the TARDIS, they get back to 1807, uh, and then she says a real fucking clunker of a line. <laughs> yeah. Which is, history's never anything like the book's. 
Just like a Stephen King movie. <laughs> oh, that one made me angry. I felt like I felt like Limmy watching James Corden when she. I think we're gonna get an episode there though where she watches she some be, Stephen yeah, King she, movies. <laughs> it's just a clip show of her favorite Stephen King. Once again, the wiki is confusing the shit out of me because now it says suddenly there's just something about. Oh wait, sorry. This is skipping ahead a little bit. The wiki. I just need to tell everybody that the wiki, uh, like, editorializes a lot and like adds weird, uh, like, literary flair to every description of events. So please be aware that that's a very funny thing that you can look at. Um, so so the- so what happens is they they launch themselves back to eighteen oh seven, but they instead of like traveling spatially. They just go straight down to the sea floor. Yeah, where the boat, because that's the boat where sank. the ship will have sunk. But it's to. not there. But it's not there. It's not there. Um, and uh, once again, oxygen bubble, pre-established lore. Everything is set up. Everything's a callback. Mm-hmm. The, uh, and I thought it was really funny. So they they open up the TARDIS and they're like walk, they're on the ocean floor, but they're not drowning because the oxygen bubble. And then the doctor says. This is just like when I was dangling Amy Pond out in the beast below, <laughs> she says. And then oxygen bubble and pressure, I guess. Yeah, they walk out, they breathe fine, but they're being crushed under the pressure. There's I no like pressure that, bubble. Uh, I, I like the, the visuals. I think it looks very nice. It was pretty. Yeah. Which is shocking for a Doctor Who episode. They worked very hard on it. Yeah. Uh, they worked really hard on this one. But yeah, we, we, there's just this very, very cool, like the, the blue green water with the yellow glow of the TARDIS. I thought, it, I thought it looked very this is nice. Where we which learned I was that there's like, about. there's like romantic tension between the doctor and Yaz. Yeah. The doctor's uh, like, see, I'm not such a bad date, am I? And they, they kind of have a quiet moment together. But then the doctor says, <gasps> wait a minute. No ship, Sherlock. Oh my God. Screaming, rage, hate, hate it, hate it, bad. It's not great. Um, and then a big trap door of the ocean opens up, and the they ocean just see... does open up, and the sea monster comes out. Yeah. Well, I think this is uh, uh, maybe the last time that the sea monster appears in this episode. No. So yes. no. So here's here's you're, where you're here's completely saying, wrong. It appears in the next scene. Here's the part where the wiki confuses the shit out of me. It says. Um, as the two women rush back into the TARDIS, the creature catches it in its jaws like a cat carrying a kitten by the scruff of its neck. <laughs> you don't have to say that for the Why? wiki. It's a plot summary. <laughs> it's a plot summary, guys. Uh, Come on. Just having a little fun with it. No just problem. Just having a laugh. Uh, but that is what happens. Yeah, yeah. That, you know what? Actually, that well, is what I really, had Well, it was, it was, it was because the, 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 didn't, okay, for, for the record, wiki writer, anonymous wiki contributor, you piece of shit, um... <laughs> The, 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 the Hua Shen, like, catches the TARDIS between its teethers and, like, has it, that's not how mother ki- cats carry their kittens. It's, what do you it's mean? like, it's like between its jaws. It's not like picking it up on this, it's like, it's like biting down like a, you would trap its jaws open with a big stick. What's the difference? Have you ever seen how a cat carries its kittens? Yeah. Like, picks it up by its neck in a kit. This is like yeah. all the way in teethies. This is in Teethy Town. Um, no. Yeah. No. Yes. Cats, no. Cats carry their kittens by in the their scruff stomach. of their neck like a Hua Shen with a TARDIS. <laughs> I, you know, I was looking at the cat Wikipedia page, and it says, <laughs> cats carry their kittens like the Hua Shen. Have you seen Legend of the Sea Devils? It's like that. <laughs> We're back on Madden Cheng's ship. Um, and she realizes <laughs> that her compass is useless. 
the wiki just once again at it, firing on all cylinders. Mad- uh, Madam Ching, the pirate queen, is irritated and baffled as her compass and other similar equipment seems to be going haywire. I'll stop making fun of the wiki now. I'm sure it's being written by, like, a 15-year-old. A 15-year-old who whose Tumblr bio says, like, creative writing. Yeah. A, f- a 15-year-old who sucks as a wiki contributor. No! <laughs> Sorry, this is, not, this is fanon, so I have no respect for anything that goes on on these websites. <laughs> Cause I mean, that's, 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 that's not their fault. fault. That, yeah, that's whose fault that is. It's the, it's the contributor's fault that Fanon sucks shit. So, uh, she's like, okay, I'm gonna have to get our bearings with the stars. And Dan says, huh, you know, I've got a Constellations app on me phone. Too bad I didn't bring it. Which implies that it would work if he brought it? <laughs> Dan, the man? Well. Is this like an isekai? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, you know what? In its purest definition, I guess it is. He brought his Metia. Yeah, I, 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 I remember now why I was thinking of Isekai and cell phone. Yeah, he he brought he brought his corn potage. I uh yeah. Um. Oh, and here's the part. Here's the part where where uh finally some emotion in this soulless television episode that nobody not, worked hard on at all not, no. where uh where <laughs> uh she's looking at her compass it's going crazy it's like funny parts of the caribbean she's uh she does a good jack sparrow impression we like to see it um and then uh she uh she pulls out a box that has an ear in it which i did not expect huh. um and I forgot about that. I don't, did we yeah. ever figure out what that was? Yeah, she she says like they're like, "Why are you doing this? What do you want this event?" And she says, uh, "It's because her crew was captured, and uh, they're going." Oh, to Oh, I'm put a to fucking idiot. It, unless so, somehow back. I did not make the connection between the severed ear in a box and her crew being held hostage. <laughs> yes, and it, she says, "I'm a huge fan of Vincent Van Gogh, and check this shit out. Look what I found." She says. Uh-huh. Um, and she, and then she does like this emotional, she says, and my boys, my baby boys, my children, they have my children. And I'm sure we're going to get a very touching And my 25 year old adopted son. Who I fuck, he's so good at fucking. Uh, she, there's going to be a very touching scene at the end of the episode where, where Madame Chen, uh, reunites with her, her children, right? Like definitely. Nope. So we also, they didn't have children budget, but anyway, <laughs> uh, they, they blew the children budget on the beast below. <laughs> they never they never recuperated she, she goes she like brings the treasure and she's like all right i'm here for my son they're like sorry they didn't turn in their homework they got got by the smilers <laughs> so uh you forgot to mention the part where the the stars start like swirling around in the sky right and what boy, does that have to do with the magnetic like, field of earth and boy is like i don't know what the fuck is happening but it's definitely your fault <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything no no but yeah so she needs to get the treasure of what is it flor 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 de lamar flor de lamar yeah uh to pay the ransom for her crew and her sons but then you fucking rube you inattentive fool the hua shen shows up um here's a part that absolutely destroyed me uh Two things. Number one, and I'm I'm sorry. This maybe this is a little cinema sinsy, but she says, "All right, you two man the cannons." And let me. I want you to be honest. If you were, and in that's a, a real cinema sin because she should have said, "You man the cannon," and you boy the cannon. She should have said, "Dan the man the cannon," 
Dan the no. man the cannon, and you, unnamed boy the cannon. Uh, no. If someone asked you to man the cannon, do you realistically think you could do that without blowing yourself up? You cut With out. Are you asking you... me if I would know what to do? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, second thing. She, they, they fire uh, the- I've played Puzzle Pirates. You just line up the arrows so the ball rolls around on the deck and then eventually it goes into the cannon and then you also put more arrows so the powder goes in and then you tamp like, it down and then you roll yeah. another thing and then it slides around and then I it would, fires I and would then you miss. I'd be like, alright, ready to fire and then it would explode, killing me instantly. No, but the other thing that happens is they fire it at the Hua Shen who does appear in this scene. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you are right. Apology And accepted. it fires back, colliding in the air, and all three, like, the cannonballs fly back, and they all hit each other in the air, and they explode? I do need to correct you. Uh, yeah? It doesn't fire back. It the, the cannonballs land in the water and just splash water everywhere and miss the Hua Shen, and then it spits the cannonballs back at them But why do they mouth. explode when they hit each other? I don't know. Cannonballs aren't bombs. It's not Wind Waker. Yeah. They're can- these, they're just these ones are. These ones oh, okay. are. Okay, sorry, sorry. She's sorry. a pirate. Yarr. Yeah. So they put the bomb cannonball in the cannon that propels them with an explosion. The cannonball fires and it instantly explodes in the cannon, killing everyone on the ship. Great. That's Great. see. That's why you shouldn't be trusted to fire the cannons <laughs> because the cannonballs are bombs. Because are you, you supposed to throw them? No, you said that it would explode, and it's because you have this fucking negativity, this attitude where you think that it's going to explode. Of course it's going to explode. It did explode. I was right. Not in the canon, though, because Dan the man, he Dan the manifested a successful shot where it doesn't explode. Is that how he did it? He manifested it. <laughs> Dan the manifested. Please. Um, so the and, doctor... And the, and the unnamed character boy affested it. Uh, the doctor and Yaz are at the bottom of the sea. They've been taken like a, like a cat carrying her child in her mouth, uh, <laughs> into her underwater layer. Into her underwater layer. Um, and they meet with the chief sea devil. By the way, we didn't mention this. Uh, chief, the sea devils, when they talk, they like, they don't like, they, they have like a, a glowing, uh, necklace that you would buy at like Universal City Walk. From, mm-hmm. from who wants to be a superhero mm-hmm. um that like lights up whenever they talk they don't like flap their lips around for some reason i don't know i think they kind of like fucking like, like weird the, video editing to, to make it look like the mouth was kind of going bleh, 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 bleh. they're like power rangers in it um, it looks pretty good sure uh the chief sea devil uh which is what the wiki calls it by the way um uh, is like weirdly not trying to kill them in this scene for some reason. I he's just like showing them around. Well, you you forget uh-oh, that uh-oh. he needs the keystone. Oh, the keystone! And he thinks they have the keystone, which he needs the keystone because the keystone is and how you, might, you use the treasure. And you might be thinking, is the keystone not that piece of rock that that Madame Chen uh, removed from the statue at the beginning? No, of the episode? Idiot. no, it's something else. That's another thing. That's another Duh. stone. Um. So yeah, he's like explaining to them. He's like showing them all of his technology, and the doctor is like, "Well, this is a bicoupled energy manipulator." She oh, goes quirky l- mode though because she's like, huh, "A bit damp and cramped, damp, cramp." Hmm. Oh my hmm. God. It was really fucked up when she said that line, and her face morphed hideously into Matt Smith's face as she said it. <laughs> we're, you know, we're again though. 
we're shitting on the writing and the dialogue. They were really, I, I really like really her as it. the doctor. Yay! She's okay. I think I need more time with Jody. Like, I think I'm neglecting the fact that the, the, I know Matt Smith from this show because I've seen most of his episodes and I know like Tennant and Eccles, Eckleman. Uh, I haven't seen one episode of Jodie Whittaker and it was a, quite a boring episode that nobody worked hard on at all. <laughs> such a jerk. So I think I need more time with Jodie Whittaker, but yeah, she seems like a fine doctor. I, 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 I want her to bring more originality to the role and I didn't see That's that. That's very difficult when you're the 13th of them. Well, they all have, they all bring their own spice. She can make her own acting choices. Um, I just think I need more time to see them because she didn't really do that this week. Sure. It's because she knows that this is her second to last episode and she's really phoning it in. <laughs> it's because so, she knows that she's going to be replaced by David Tennant and she just wants to ease people back into that. But see, the sea devil, he's, he's, he's smart. He's a smart boy. And he's like, I know how you work, doctor. You're just talking to stall so you can have time to think. And then she's like, okay, yeah, I'm a time traveler. This is great because she's like, this is completely pointless, and there's no reason for her to say this, where she's like, I've met your people in the future. They're peaceful and kind. Why did they suck so much ass in the 19th century? Or are you just a complete dickhead? And then they just move on from that. <laughs> well, you see, after the uh, after the time traveler that known as the Doctor really whipped our asses in the 1900s. But then what's funny is the episode ends with her giving them etiquette lessons. Yeah, um... And then this she says, see you in where... the 25th century. Yep. And they go, um, we'll be good. So what's the fucking sea devil's big evil plan? Is it to like flood the earth and yes, kill so all the humans he, and all the British people? I don't remember when we learned this, but he says that his plan is to do a geomagnetic pole reversal. Ah, uh, just like General which Zod will, in Man Which Steel. will flood the earth for no reason. So, Why would it do that? Whatever. So, you may or may not know this. This is a thing. This does happen. The magnet, the reversal, yeah, I know that. Yeah, because the poles are because of the weird swirling... Listen up, everybody! Core, Listen up, cetera, everybody! Sam's gonna give you a, a lesson about, about our planet. Everybody gather around! I'm just saying, the reason I bring this up is because this is like a doomsday conspiracy theorist thing yeah i remember that, in like the movie 2012 or whatever i think this probably yeah, happened. maybe that yeah there's gonna that the poles are gonna flip and then something's gonna happen and we're all gonna die for no reason and well it's because the sea devils are gonna kill us just all. if anyone's listening to this who thinks that that's true you're a goddamn fucking idiot. idiot fucking idiot fuck off jesus yeah stop listening listen to, to this go listen to joe rogan <laughs> i was gonna say that damn it I listen to that like Jordy Peterman guy that people like. Melissa Peterman? That... No, from the Reba? One... Yeah, from Reba. Go listen to that Reba McIntyre podcast. Go listen to a Reba McIntyre album. <laughs> um I think you'll like what you hear. <laughs> What's your favorite Reba McIntyre song, Sam? Me? Yeah. Sorry, you're breaking up. What? What's your favorite song by Sorry, Country what? Art? What's your Hold favorite on. song but by... Wait, you're breaking yeah. up. Okay. Um Sam, can yeah. you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I hear you. What is your favorite song uh-huh. by the country artist Reba McIntyre? <laughs> uh, so, so I th- sorry, I th- the, I, it's a bad connection, I think, or something. Oh, also, the uh, the Sea Devil, the chief, uh, commander-in-chief Sea Devil, 
uh, unveils the fucking uh, Jihun display case where he is, and he's yes, alive. Yes, he has been he... keeping the sailor of Jihun in, in like, a weird stasis chamber. Why? Because he said- this is what doesn't make any sense, because- Oh, this is what doesn't make any sense. This is the first thing that doesn't make any sense. Sorry, we're we're getting so ahead of ourselves. I need to talk about the time that the doctor says the phrase pimped his ride. She did say pimped his ride, and that was a reference that was so old that it- like, I don't understand how it was on the brain of the- writer like is pimp my ride still on tv and i did like yaz's response though because the doctor they see that the the sea devils kept jihun's ship and that's their big ghost ship with crystals or whatever that makes it fly and she's like wow you really pimped his ride and she like leans over to yaz and she's like do people still say that and yaz says doctor it's 1807 um not to continue being jeremy cinemason cinema man uh but why so we see their their big boat with the crystals, and it's like it's G Hunt's pirate ship, which uh, I guess they needed to keep him it's around because he's not le- a pirate ship. Okay, G Hunt's uh, sailor ship, and they had Thank to keep you. him around because he's legally the captain. And if the captain dies, the boat sinks. That's well known sailor lore, right? Um, and here's my question: and I, the I, ship goes again, down with the captain, famously. Yeah. Um, uh, is uh, is okay. What we see this, we don't see the ship like fly through the skies. It it flies above the water. Yeah, and I just think it would be more convenient for the sea devils if they just they just lowered it that couple of crucial inches and put it in the water, and that would save them a lot of time and effort. Which, as we all know, is the most important thing that we love on this show. Is we love effort. Um, why? Why do you think that the crystals work underwater? Huh. <laughs> why uh, no why do they need the crystals to sail a boat above the water because when they it's don't... all busted full of holes then they can fix the holes but then it doesn't look as spooky and then it, here's the and then if they fix the holes enough they 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 take the wood out they replace the wood and they replace the sails and they replace the masts and then is it even the same boat that, that they started with something well, to think about that's did you come up with that so yeah. she well she asks like why do you even have this ship it's called and, the, it's a thought experiment that I call the pirate ship of Jihan. <laughs> great. And she asks why they, <laughs> why they have this ship because she's like, you're an aquatic race. You don't need a ship, which is sort of like how That's I don't what need I'm a saying. car. And why did they make it fly? Because I can walk around on the ground. So there's no point for me having a vehicle. Yeah. That's what the, <laughs> that's true. Why do you even need one? But I, I like his response where he's like, no, we don't need the ship, but it scares the shit out of humans when they see it flying up to them, it so we like me, it. It would take me six hours to get to the target if I didn't have this thing. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is where he shows them Jihun in the thing, uh, and he's he's just like, help me, I'm so bored. He says, he says doctor, come here. I need to tell you my biggest regret. Right before I had him killed, Lei Bao said that if he ever had an ancestor, or he ever had a, like, his descendant would be named Boy. If one of these I... days I ever have a grandfather, I'll, <laughs> I'll name myself after you, him, you, uh? <laughs> Oh, time travel's confusing. Uh, so, it doesn't Lei Bao say, like, you need a crystal, a magic crystal. 
Does Lei Bao lay say bow? that, or does the Sea Devil, or not Lei Bao, does Ji Hun say that, or does the Sea Devil Who say says, that you need What? There's a keystone, the keystone, the crystal. Yeah, so that's the thing that the Sea Devil wants, and he, Ji Hun, assumes that they have it, I think. They don't have it. Which the Sea Devil also assumes. So then, I, I really need to emphasize that I'm not joking. The Sea Devil goes to answer a phone call in the other room. <laughs> he really does. Like, uh, that's sorry, not, that's not like me I've... being funny. He literally is like, oh, I have to go take this. And he goes into the other room to answer a, a He is the worst, like, he, okay, he shows that, I, like, this is some Dr. Evil level villainy here, where he shows them his base, he explains how it works, he tells them their plan, then he leaves them unattended? Sir, why are you even letting them live? Why because he thinks they have them? a keystone. He, he, th- he needed for the treasure. Taking all their bodies. Anyway, he thinks um, that he thinks that they know where it is, though. Uh huh. So, so yeah, he leaves to go talk to his doctor, not the doctor, his doctor. She. Yeah. They're talking to Jihan, and the Sea Devil is gone. And then this is where, uh, oh, before the Sea Devil leaves, he explains that he keeps Jihan. As a reminder to all humans that this is the fate of anyone who opposed them. And Yaz is like, he didn't oppose you. He gave you his ship. And the sea devil's like, excuse me, I have a phone call. He's, I thought you were going to, for some reason, my mind went, he, he keeps Jen, Jihan as, around as a reminder to, st- to stay humble. <laughs> this is what <laughs> to, happens to if you count, get a big ego. Count your blessings and live every day to its I fullest. I put you in a tank. He puts uh, he put Jihan in a tank to uh, to rem- remind himself never to waste his precious time on Earth because like look yeah. at what this guy's done yeah nothing yeah yeah so they they tell Jihan they're like you betrayed your crew why did you do it and he's like I didn't betray them I was throwing them off the ship so that they would be able to swim to safety no it's back in the- times so they don't know how to swim back then before the Huashen got us. Uh, and they say, "What is the keystone?" And he says, "It's a dr- it's a gem. The treasure of the Florida Lamar has a bunch of treasure, but there's a gem from the treasure, and the gem has the ability to control life and Why? time Why? using Why? the Why? power of the oh! Sea Devils. Because the treasure is Sea Devil bullshit. When he literally is like, it is a gem of extraordinary power, and the, whoever wields the gem." Whatever purple guy wields the gem in his big funny glove, with a snap of his fingers, he can, he can, he can, whatever the fuck happens in that movie. I've never seen it. Um, oh, Thanos! Thanos! The guy from Fortnite, yeah. Um, and then they say, alright, that sounds really good, uh, Jihan. <laughs> Enjoy being in a box forever, they well, say. bye. He says that he gave the keystone to his most trusted crew member, Liu Lay Boy. boy. <laughs> the Sea Devil guy is like, all right, I'm back. Oh, thank you. Sorry. I was really, I've been trying to get on the phone with my doctor for just weeks <laughs> now. Fucking, fucking telemarketers, am I right? <laughs> Political call. <laughs> fucking hate this shit. Where did they Please go? Please tell me that gets better in the future. So, uh, what, what, I, oh, so, so he, they, they're like, so we know where the keystone is, so you're going to do what we say. No, and he's like, well, I just got off the phone with the Hua Shen. (laughs) 
You found the keystone. They found the keystone on, on Madame lying. Cheng's ship. And it really is implied that he was on the phone with the Huashen. Hey, uh, Chief Sea Devil. Yeah, I found it. It was on, uh, Huashen. It was on the, uh, the ship with Madame Cheng. Yep. Yeah, I'll be right over there. Yeah, holding, I, the, yeah, the holding a giant phone in his tentacle. And it's because like it's, a, it's like a cat holds a baby in its mouth. <laughs> There's only one way to hold things. Also, because this is like 1808, it's like a big chunky phone, like one of those. Oh one man, those, yeah, back in the 1800s, remember, remember those? Yeah, he's on like the fucking. He's on the fucking Alexander Graham Bell, like Vampire Times. <laughs> he's sending a telegraph <laughs> to the chief sea devil. Uh huh. Um, let's see. The 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 uh. And the sea devil's like, well, I'll tell you one thing, time traveler. There's no way phones will ever get smaller than this. There's no way phones will ever get stupid. You know, they call them smartphones, but I think these things are pretty dumb. So he says, now that I know you lied to me, I'm going to kill you. And they go, oh. I like that the chief sea devil is like a man. He, He values honesty. He's like, I would have let you live, but well, I think it's, I think it's more of a. He knows that they don't have the keystone. <laughs> I don't know about that. So I mean, he, he he's like, I'm going to kill you, and then the doctor just like pulls a random lever, and the ship launches up to the surface. Um, they they swing they let... off of Jihun's ship with Jihun. I don't remember when they released him, but I guess they did. The doctor goes, Geronimo, who I met in the previous episode. <laughs> Uh, and they swing down onto Madame Cheng's ship. She introduces him, which is pretty funny. <laughs> She's like, hey, remember when you told me about the legendary sailor here Jihan? He is, well, here he is. And we brought him here today. She's like, oh, for me? You shouldn't have. Um, Big and, fan. Uh, they're like, all right, we need, we need a, uh, we need a, I'm looking for a glowing yellow stone. <laughs> and and the boy is like. Well, I don't. I've never seen anything like that. I only have a stone that glows sometimes. <laughs> Did we like see in this episode? Do we see Dad give Boy the necklace and say like, "If anything happens to me, keep this"? Like he said something like that. But was that? I, don't I know. didn't understand what that guy's job was. Is his job to just? His job is to know about the statue. I guess so. <laughs> He's the yeah. He's the one who teaches you all the history. <laughs> so yeah, he the boy's shirt lights up. It's glowing. Oh my god, he's wearing the keystone. <laughs> he's got a shirt. It's glowing. It lights up. It says Run DMC on it, and it's got and like the, LED lights in it. And the the fucking sea devil shows that like pops up behind him out of a green fart cloud and like takes him hostage. And boy is like, no, this isn't the keystone. It's just a glowing orange heirloom gem from my ancestor. Lay bow. And G Hunt is like, he survived and fucked? That's wonderful. Yep. Um. Uh, does the sea devil, uh, shows up, takes the glowing necklace, goes back to his ship. Oh, we learned that uh, the reason that he was in the statue in the first place is because he followed the keystone to that village and Lei Bao was there with the keystone and he used it to turn him into a statue. That's a thing they can do. Yeah, they said we it all can know do this stuff. We all, we, it, it can do things. It's the stone of 
it, it yeah we we saw in a pre- we'll see in a previous episode when we with the where the doctor goes on her adventure with Lei Bao and he shows her the stone <laughs> that can do whatever the fuck the doctor gives a uh typically way too jargon based realization about like the keystone is made of plutonium and the sea devil technology Shut up. She literally, like, they go onto the ship and she just starts, like, plugging things in and unplugging things and, like, pressing buttons. Um, at some point, Ji-Hun kills the Sea Devil. Also. Yeah, so, so, the Sea Devil goes back to its own ship and they're like, we need to get back onto that ship before it goes underwater. So they do, and now they're there. This is where she reveals that she knows his plan to flip the geomagnetic poles of the Earth, which would do nothing. But she says that it would fuck with all the currents and flood the whole planet. And the sea devil says, huh, well, we're already doing it. I like the I idea know. that the doctor believes, like, she's like, he's gonna fill the world with 5G. <laughs> I don't know what... everybody. What does the keystone have to do with any of this? It was required for that to happen, because it was... No, it wasn't. It's it was already like doing it, because the hypercurve and It the, wasn't doing it enough. It was only affecting... Moving. It was only affecting uh, compasses and skipping stones at that point. <laughs> and the TARDIS. And the TARDIS, yeah. Seems like it's pretty effective to me. It's only effective at those three things. <laughs> yeah, so more sea devils, like, they they climb up the side of the ship, but we're missing the part where they would have, like, had to leap 10, 20, 30 feet out of the water to grab on. <laughs> they do a really good job. Um, so Pirate fight! Uh, pirate fight, um... Yeah, Jihan kills the sea devil, which Wait. the doctor doesn't like. Yeah, yeah. You're skipping the pirate fight. It's a pirate fight. That's what. So I do have some notes on the pirate fight. Sure. I've I've been making my silly jokes about stuff that I think we're going to have explained in previous episodes, but I do think. That there's something here that ha- has to be a callback to something. Because Yaz is fighting with a sword. She's a sword lady, I guess. But Dan, he's he's being like a funny fighter. Yeah, he's a funny fighter. And he's he has something. And he like blocks a sea devil's sword with it. And he goes, huh, I knew that'd come in handy. It was his shield. <laughs> it was it was some It was a big Was it his shield. phone? It was a, he didn't have his phone. That was a whole. No, he plot didn't have point. his phone. That's right. That was a key plot point. It was his. It was his broke. It was his burner phone. So yeah, it, at some point we'll watch an episode with Dan where he like pulls a thing out of a drawer and says, "This is a sword blocker." Anyway, it's a parrying dagger. I like uh, I knew when this the parrying doctor, dagger would come in handy. I like when the doctor is like, "Careful, the hexatoxic poison. Don't let the swords touch your skin," which is just good advice in a fight. Don't let the sword touch your skin yet. Don't let it cut you. <laughs> Don't get killed by it. Don't die. Look out. He's trying to kill you with his fight. <laughs> Have you had enough of talking about pirate fight yet? Uh, no. Uh, a sea devil tries to kill boy, but Madame Chang saves him. And she right. says, I'm so I'm... sorry for something. I'm sorry I, oh, I killed She I'm says, sorry I'm sorry for releasing dad. the guy who killed your dad immediately. But she gives him a sword and says, get up and fight, boy. And That's then, my name. How did you know? And then the doctor, she 
uses her sonic screwdriver to make his sword change from blue to orange, and he just goes, uh, and drops it. Is she, like, disarming him? I don't know, because they all, all of their swords have, like, these weird, like, like, glowing blue dots, and she makes the glowing blue dots turn orange, and he's like, no, it's just, dro- it's not supposed to do that, ah! Wait, the boy, the boy's sword turned no, orange? No, 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 the sea devil the sea that's devil. fighting her, sorry. I turned your sword into a piss sword, idiot! No, not no, an orange one! I don't like when it does sword. that. Uh, so yeah, they, then they, they surround the sea devil, they apparently have killed his entire crew, uh, and, sorry, I... <laughs> Did you miss the part where Dan kills 100 sea devils? No, 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 no that comes up later, talk- that's later, later, Okay, later. okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I just saw that I wrote something wrong in my notes, but I am gonna read what I wrote down. Uh, they have the sea devil surrounded and his crew is defeated. She tells them to hold him while she lowers the ship, but Jihan kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, cruel world. Not what happened. <laughs> Jihan kills the sea devil captain, and yeah. the doctor's like, whoa, why did you do why that? And he's that? like, why wouldn't I do that? And she's he like, He literally oh, locks him up for a billion years. <laughs> you know, it's a very reasonable course of action when you put it that way. Right, right, right. So she's going to make this ship go underwater, um, and she says, okay, guys, don't let the sea devils be evil. I'm going to go plug in a bunch of things and unplug a bunch of other uh-huh. things. Um. And, uh, I'm gonna say jargon at the computer until the problem is solved. This is when this is when Dan and Jihan decide to do an action scene, but by uh, which I mean Dan. If you're gonna use the wiki, maybe you should let me like lead when the scenes change. Sure, sure, sure. So we're inside the ship with Yaz and Dan. Which is the name right. of their radio show. Yes, yeah. Uh, and yeah, she... yeah, you're listening to Inside the Ship with Yes and That's it. That's, you, just... Sorry, you cut out. That's. I was just doing an impression of what that would sound like. I bet it was really good. Nah. Uh, so she like leans over to Dan and she's like, you didn't tell the doctor anything about what I said to you. And he's like, huh, I don't know. Did she say something to you? And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, come on, yeah. So there, there's clearly, there's, there's clearly a, a thing. Of, there's a little bit of tension. We got, we got some romance a brewing. Uh-oh, and then, folks. And then we cut to outside where Boy is just, like, laughing and clapping his hands as they descend through the water. He's got a fucking taste for the sea life. He loves it already. He's a pirate boy. Yo-ho. This is a great part. Yeah. Because the doctor is like... Dan, can you keep an eye on Ji-Hun and Madam Chang? And then she's like, and Yaz and I are gonna go do a thing. Don't Did kill they, like, edit them. the boy into the episode? Was he not there when they filmed? <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention, he's like a he's like a really poorly CGI'd in at all times. <laughs> he looks like he's Tom, Tom Cruise Heidecker. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, so she gives Dan a sea devil sword and says... This Don't is for him. emergencies 10 seconds from now. Dan has bloodlust. I mean, there's no other explanation. It's very intense. Like, Dan kills. Uh, that's it. Dan kills. When when does a companion do this much murder? He I kills. wouldn't fucking know. And then he says that his mom taught him how to do it. So, here, yeah, what happens is the the others go to get the treasure from, like, lower in the deck of the ship or whatever... 
I don't. I still don't. Re- oh, but they they need a treasure for the ransom. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, this is the part where where Madame Chen goes, "Boy, with me." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah. His name is Boy. Okay, thank you, thank you for confirming that his name is Boy and always was. It is. It was always Boy. When she shows it, she and then he pulls out his birth certificate and shows it to the camera, which I thought yeah. was. I really appreciated that. So Dan walks over, and he's like, "Jihan, where did they go?" And then, then like five sea devils walk over, and Dan is like, "Uh, uh, uh, we don't." Uh, and then he just swings his sword in a big a arc and kills sicko. them all. He and then he's like, he's like, Jihan's like, "Damn, dude, what?" And then he says, "Oh, thank you." He thank says, "Where, you, where did you learn to deal with your enemies like that?" He says, "Like my mom taught me how to deal with opposition." You should meet me, mum. Me, mum. I remember when me mum taught me to wield the blade. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Yaz was the fucking badass sword fighter, but it turns out now it was when, Dan the man now all remember, along. Now remember, my beautiful son, while all your peers are out pursuing vanity at the gym, you will be here with me studying the blade. Mm-hmm. Thanks, mum. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, mum. Uh, so the, the doctor man. explains her plan to Yaz by doing some shit or some other shit the by unplugging and plugging it back in, we can turn it off. <laughs> the ship will will temporarily become the densest spot on the entire planet. What the fuck was that about? Which will solve the problem. What is is she trying to impress us? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why did she bring that? What was that about? Uh, so then we get we get some more romance moments where the doctor is like, oh, you know, when I said that not a bad date thing, uh, you know, uh, oh, gosh, I, I don't I don't really I'm, date these I'm, days. But oh, shucks, if I did, I uh, oh, I'm sure oh, gosh, this would I be suppose more it, I suppose it would be with you. Yes, I'm sure if, we, you know, second to last Jody Jody episode, um, you would definitely be like more on board with this romance, but I was that, not. That's here the for thing is, I, I was like, I thought the romance stuff was like was like pretty nice, but I was also like, it hopefully lands better when you know the characters. It. Yeah, uh, see, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm wondering like when did they meet? How long has Yaz been the companion? Right, right, when, right maybe right, Yaz right. was like maybe even Yaz was a uh, a pre. Could be Yaz was a pre-regeneration companion. Maybe she was in the fucking uh, Capaldi apps. I don't know. Who could possibly say? Who knows? Who knows? Only Somebody Cora knows. knows. Our, 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 some of our listeners probably know because they probably watched this show. I don't want to say as intended because I'm pretty sure we're watching it the right way. But they're watching it in a way that you could definitely uh-huh. watch a show, which is in order. There's no wrong way to watch Doctor Who. Except, except for, for not watch Doctor Who. Come on! No... I do not second that. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, I don't first it. Yeah. Uh, so she. Says I like that- when when the doctor is like Yaz, you're one of the greatest people I've ever known, including my wife. And then we just hear a slide whistle. <laughs> oh, the doctor has a wife. I wonder who that is. I I thought this was really interesting though, and this is the kind of stuff that I really enjoy with the premise of the Doctor as a regenerating immortal Time Lord, mm-hmm. is where Yas is like, "Sorry, what?" And the Doctor's like, "Oh God, sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up. It was a long time ago. I was a different man back then." Which is it's it's a silly line, but uh, it also is interesting because funny. I I don't know, like I don't really know that much about the regenerations. Like, are you aware? It, are you aware? The the doctor can regenerate a total of thirteen times. 
Are you aware that in the lore of the Doctor Who universe, this is technically supposed to be her last life? Is that true? Yes. Oh. That I think that's shaped some of the stuff that she's talking about here because there's a whole thing that she's like, I'll 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 sacrifice, I'll go down with the ship um here, oh. which is implying like I will die and not come back. I don't know how there's fifteenth and sixteenth doctors, but whatever. Fourteenth and fifteenth, but fourteen yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean. Uh but yeah, I thought it was interesting to learn that she does like she does seemingly identify her past selves as different versions of herself but she doesn't seem to like totally be like oh yeah you know when when i was at the weird monastery with my friend amy oh you know when i wore my bow tie there there's shifts in personalities but not loss of memories is my understanding she remembers everything but also like those are different people yeah, so she, yeah, she, she recognizes that whoever she's talking about, obviously. Yeah, it's kind of it. like, it's kind of like the trail from Deep Space Nine, if you think about it. No, she, uh, no, I won't. She, th- I think it's interesting that she's like, yeah, you know, my wife, who I don't really personally internally identify with being married to her. I don't know, I, I thought it was really interesting. It was, are, it was yeah, weird I'm, and, weird I'm and also, sci-fi-y. I'm also very interested about what happened to the doctor's wife. I'm very Do you curious. not know? Um, I know who the doctor's wife is, but I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> it was Queen Elizabeth the <laughs> First. Yeah, sure. It would be really funny if the doctor's wife was like, like you, you, we, we spend this whole time wondering, like, who, who is the person of the doctor? It's like this horrible, like, bl- I'm going to tell you something, Sam. Uh, this show, it was Rosa has, Parks. This show has maybe one of the most disgusting wretched vile alien designs i've ever seen in a tv show uh they're nice. called they're called i think they're called the ood just okay. so the listeners know who i'm talking about and i'm okay. not looking forward to having to look at one of them they're disgusting i am um they've got a mouth that well i don't want to quit like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyways i'm just imagining if we finally meet the doctor's wife and it's an ood um Anyways, uh, the doctor is ready to die for real forever all the time. Uh, she doesn't want to date Yaz because it's hard to date when you're the doctor. And when you're, the, yeah, you know, that makes it's because sense. It, because it's because if the doctor and Yaz kissed, they'd get a bunch of hate mail saying that like this, this is not a family show anymore. Is yep. What the, yeah. Uh, um, and then she just like accidentally rips something out of the console. Like she's what was fucking that about? Andrew from Time Flight Part Three. I, <laughs> Not allowed to. We can't. We can't reference. <laughs> our Patreon. Don't don't do that. We're not. We're not like. We're not like. You know, in in uh, in free to play games, how they like torment the people who don't pay, where they're like, "Whoa, there! You can't go there in the demo." Yes, exactly. <laughs> like that's what we're doing to our own listeners, who we're very grateful for. Like this is just like in Time Flight Part Three when the, we made that funny, really cool joke that everyone's going to love if they. It's pay called us advertising. I don't want to do that. Um. So the doctor, uh, the doctor saves the day somehow, question mark, question mark, question she, mark. I, I want to go back to this. She, she like accidentally breaks the console and she's like, oh, fuck. I was hoping that we would all ex- be able to run out of the, the thing and get on the ship and go up to the surface and be okay. But because I broke this, someone needs to stand she here killed, and hold She killed She killed him. He had another chance of life and she blew it because she fucked up. 
I just don't understand why she broke it. Why it's Literally, such a weird contrivance she, where like she you, condemned Jihun to die because they could have like, just written it differently where it's like. But someone's gonna have Someone to that, hold the button she, or something. They literally made the doctor complicit in this man's death. This man who has been, like, seemingly held in stasis, but he's aware of everything for, like, hundreds of years. Yeah, he was, he was conscious. He was conscious, and now he's just like, well, I guess I'll die. I thought I had another chance, but, uh. But no, no he's just like, he's <laughs> like, killed if me. I, if I die here, then I'll know that being kept alive for those centuries was not in vain. I think it was pretty in vain, my friend. The doctor, this didn't need to happen. The doctor fucked up. She just broke it on accident. Oops. I, oh. Do you think she had a moment like, should I tell him? No, 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 no. <laughs> just a big you, piece of bad. Do you think that she, maybe she didn't even break it? <laughs> she just told him that. To She's get him like, out of the oh way. no, someone's gonna have to hold this. It's just like a pool noodle. Someone's uh, gonna have to hold this in place. Jihan? Come here, Jihan. I need uh, to right the wrongs. He was supposed to die on the ship the, that day. They all, uh, so they run back, to, so Jihan decides that, guess I'll die because the doctor killed him on purpose. Um, they take the treasure of the Florida Delamar, which by the way, I, I don't wanna, this is not, hmm, I don't know if I wanna nitpick this, uh, but this treasure was incredibly unimpressive. When I think of, like, a cool pirate treasure, big-ass treasure chest, gems and golden jewels, this treasure chest looked like it was way too small. I was just like, I would not ransom off two toddlers with this with this kind of treasure. Well, the Are thing you is... To, you're about to school me. In she's going to take it to... She's going to invest it. She's going to invest it. There's, there was... We did get a name for the pirate, but I, I forgot what it was. She's going to take it to the bad pirate who has her crew and family, and she's going to give him the treasure, and he's going to be like, Yar, is this all the treasure there be? Well, toddlers are very small people, so this is a very small ransom. And she, but huge ears in that box, though. But she's going <laughs> to, she's going to show him, she's going to say, look closer, and he'll look at the treasure, and it's just like one little piece of gem, but on it, it says, your heart all along. <laughs> And he's like, oh, 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 I've learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah, sure. And that, that's going to happen next episode. Sure. Um, this is the, so they're back on the boat. They have the treasure. Everything's good. Uh, that's Jody uh, Whitaker's final episode. Who? Jody? Um, and uh, this is when Madam Cheng says, sorry that I let your dad die. Um, do you want to join my crew? And then Boy's like, this is all I ever wanted. Fuck that guy. I hate my dad. This is way more fun. And he like, he like does an awkward, he like hugs her or something. He's like, oh, jeez, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, oh, but no. he hugs her and she's like, but just, you're, but you're just. never doing that again. But then she smiles because she actually she likes smiles, it. Because she's going to, she's going to give him a hug every day. Aww. Um. And then let's see. They they uh, they're like, where should we go now? And Yaz says, we were promised a beach. So then they go to a beach. Uh, and then they, I assume that this is in like modern times because he like talks to Dan calls ta- his, Dan the man he calls his ex wife or something or whoever yeah, ex wife separated whatever. And she was like, oh, I was Dan the man. I was just gonna call you. And he's like, you'll never guess how many people I just killed. That's awesome. Yeah, she's like, I miss your big daft face, and and the actor. You could see that the actor was actually really, really hurt upset. By that. <laughs> it, was, it was an improv line. She wasn't supposed to. I say miss that. your stupid chin. Hey, 
I miss you. I miss that. And and you ever notice that you walk weird, Dan? I miss how you look really old for your age. <laughs> and your horrible teeth. I miss how you're not a good actor. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just joking. I I think he Dan, was fun and, was and I very, liked him. I liked Dan the man too, and I thought it was very convincing when he killed those guys. <laughs> I thought he was really gonna do it. I think he did. I think he killed a bunch of ex- extras. <laughs> so the doctor sits down next to Yaz. They have a, a little chat where she's like She's like, you know, Yaz, it's it's difficult for me to really fix myself to anything I'm so, or I'm anywhere so or anyone. And then Yaz turns to her and says, or anywhere. And, and also, more importantly, when are we going to kiss? But Yaz says, says Never, you know, my grandma TV. told me that courage is knowing something will hurt and doing it anyway. And that's also the definition of stupidity, she says. She says, it's just, oh, hi, Rizzo. Uh, she says, it's just like my favorite Albert Einstein quote. It's, uh, did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? Far Cry 3, she says. And then um, the doctor says, uh, can we just live in the present? And Yaz says, yes, here. And she hands her a rock and says, make a wish and skip the rock. And the doctor starts to make her wish out loud. And Yaz is like, you can't do that. But the doctor's says, like, you can where I'm from. France. She says, that, <laughs> she says, that's not what you do with rocks. This is not a thing. Nobody does this. And the doctor says, I wish that this could go on forever. Next time on Doctor Who, <laughs> nothing is forever. Oh, no, I'm turning into Matt Smith. Did you watch? The, please. David Tennant. David Tennant. Please tell me you watched the next time on. I, I did. Okay. First of all, it's very funny that it ends with the doctor going, I hope that this could stay like this forever. And then next time on Doctor Who, she's looking at the camera going, it can't. Oh no, uh, it's my last episode! Jesus Christ! Oh God! We see some Daleks and some Cybermen. One of them has a human face underneath, and I don't know if that's normal, because I've never seen them in general. We see the Master, and he says that the Doctor's gonna die. And then... And he, and he walks out from his pillar. Yeah. And then, who should show up? But I have much older Tegan. Tegan? Tegan, the fifth Doctor's companion from Time Flight that we watched on the oh, Patreon. Yeah. That works out really nicely. I really liked it because Tegan, when we saw her, was just like a very, like, like, she was like a, a pretty timid lady, it seemed like, from that one episode. And in this, she's like, Ace, I haven't heard from the doctor in Scrooge. four decades. And then it cuts Damn to her just like firing an assault rifle. Yeah, it's literally the guy from uh, Scrooge versus the Bone Men or whatever. <laughs> this is a fun one, though, for us, because I'm pretty sure that Ace uh, is a companion of the seventh doctor, who is our next Patreon episode. <laughs> Hooray! What a what a fun next time on Doctor Who for us. Yeah, can't wait to see the episode. Uh, yeah, so next time on Doctor it? Who, many people will have guns. I feel like those are going to be the worst episodes that we watch. It's just episodes where it's just like, we have to fight the guy! I have to, we fight have to, sh- I have to fire my gun! I have to shoot the Dalek! I have to get the bullets out of my gun! <laughs> uh, Jordan, you yeah. said that you had some kind of bit or something? Oh, it was just who is Dan? Where's what's oh, what's, up, okay, what's the deal with great. Dan? Well, That's moving all. on. Don't know. Yeah. All right, so we got that one. Uh, Jordan, it's time. I'm very excited. It's time for the best part of the podcast. Yeah, everything else is just leading up to this. It's the part where we find out what we're gonna watch next. All right, let's go randomize. Okay, it's part one of a of a multi parter. Good. What season series are we watching? We are. 
Hey, we're meeting David Tennant. Yay! What is the episode called? This is part one of the series two finale, Army of Ghosts. I don't remember this one, but I'm it's sure a Russell I've seen T. It. Davies episode. You know, Rusty, Rusty writes. He writes the episodes. That's all I can say is that he writes it. Um. All right. Cool. David Tennant. Uh, that'll be fun. I want. Uh, is I wonder if this is a Rose or a Martha episode. I also wonder that. Um. All right. Well, wh- what do we do now? Do we just end? Do we stop? Bye. No. <laughs> it just stops. Uh, no, we got we got our Patreon stuff to do. I've got yeah. it. I've got it open this time. I Hooray. logged in last time. I was not logged in because it had been I'm so lo- long. I'm logged the fuck in. <laughs> what, this is what the next episode would look like. I typed my it. password by shooting my keyboard <laughs> with it's a like soft you, gun. It's like when you press the start button for Shadow the Hedgehog. It just <laughs> yes. Uh, great game. Great yeah, we've game. got we got some Patreon news because we updated our goals. Our goals. Uh, so we'll we'll go through those real quick. If we get to $100 a month, we are going to do a, a one-off bonus episode special of a Torchwood episode. It will go up on the main feed. Huh? It'll go up on the main feed, if I remember correctly. I didn't say that, but okay, fine. Oh. Yeah, I'm saying it then. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> that, that's fine. That's you fair. Can, you can make those choices. Yeah, that's uh, fair. If we get to $100 a month, we will do a Torchwood one-off Uh I decided, because I don't know a goddamn thing about Torchwood, I'm going to leave it to our patrons to decide if there's a specific episode they want us to watch for that. Or mm-hmm. if not, we can just roll a random one. Uh-huh. I'm cool either way. Uh, if we get to 150, we will watch the Doctor Who TV movie from, I believe, 1996 with the eighth Doctor in it. That one will also go on the main feed because it's a, a special occasion. And if we somehow manage to get $200 a month, then we are going to update our current Patreon bonus schedule. Instead of just being every week a random old Doctor Who episode, we will alternate old Doctor Who, Torchwood, Sarah Sarah Jane Jane Adventures. Random episodes each time. I I hope that we get there only because I want to see Sarah Jane Adventures. And I don't... I'll be honest, I don't really want to watch Torchwood. Um, so, I mean, you know, I was going to say, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? But, you know, for our listeners, I know they like to give us a bad time, so. We can have every three weeks we watch, or every three episodes we watch something that we don't want to watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're like, no, I, they're supposed to not like it! God damn it! Uh, <laughs> this isn't right! Yeah, I mean... If somehow we make we make it to that goal once we've like depleted our episode pool enough, then I'll just mix them all together. But that would right. be, I think, literally in like six years that that would happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so probably we'll, we will just alternate uh, episode to episode which show we watch. Yeah. So that is our that's our new goals. So Those there's goals. never been a better time to give us money. Please give us money. Please give us money. Uh. So now to go through our tiers. <laughs> uh, for one dollar, you are. I like the. Oh, I I should say you've added different. Uh, you've added some new names to our funny tiers, and I like. Them yeah, I believe I I believe one dollar I called a light coating of slime. 
you can have a light coating of slime for one dollar uh which gets you access to all of our bonus content from all of our podcasts that we've done but you know you know what you're here for you're here to listen to us watching old episodes of doctor who at random we've got one up so far with the fifth doctor right fifth yeah fifth fifth Hat guy. Hat guy. No, he's not a hat guy. He's fucking celery man. He's He's got got such a defining feature for his outfit. He's not the only one to wear a hat, but he's the only one who wears celery on his shirt, you idiot. It's a celery man. I'm so mad. In the promo picture that I saw of him, it was zoomed out and I didn't realize that he was wearing celery. He's not the only one who wears a hat. I know, but he's also not the only one who has hair and that didn't stop me from calling one of them hair guy. (laughs) You're right, and that's why I think you're one of the many reasons I think you're an idiot. He's a celery man. My method was I went doctor to doctor and I gave them a name. So the first one was Guy, and then I looked at the second one and said, oh, fuck. Uh, What am I going to do here? God damn it, he's Flute Guy. I uh, see. I thought that doc, the second doctor looked like uh, one of them Three Stooges guys, but then I realized he also plays a funny flute, and that's so much more important. I have no idea what you're talking about, but anyway... One dollar gets you a light coating of slime and access to all of our bonus content. Shut up. He's playing a fucking flute. Shut up. Shut up. I hate you so much. I literally don't want to do this podcast with you. One dollar gets you a light coating of slime and gets you access to all of our bonus content. Five dollars gets you entirely covered in slime. Can I just say, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Oh my god, you're not sorry to interrupt. I'm not sorry to interrupt. Uh, How appropriate these both would have been for Kyle XY. (laughs) Five dollars gets you entirely covered in slime uh you get a shout out in the podcast and you can send us a message that we will read in any number of funny voices including this one you can just give us a you can just say makeup of like do this voice would probably you can do tell it. us to do whatever voice you yeah want. we'll do it. Well, uh, that's my voice of guy with the uh, egg in his throat ten dollars gets you uh the title of companion of the show parentheses made of slime which lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it, as well as all that other shit. Thank you, once again, for the first time in fucking forever, to our $10 and $5 subscribers, Cassidy, Destryhawk, H. Cabe, Colin Paget, Arnold, Dan Big Challenges, Silva, JCH, Roy, Stephanie B., Stephanie Karen, and Tasty Sea Sponge. Thank you. Jordan, we have a message. Oh, we do? We have a few messages. Whose turn is it to read? <laughs> you think I know that? <laughs> that was the joke. Um, you can read it, I've decided. Okay, this is, uh, from several months ago, but we do have a Kyle voice request from Dan. Thank you, Dan. They say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Josh Traeger and you can see that statement is clearly false. Normally, in a one-on-one match, the average wrestler has a 50% chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. Therefore, you have a 25% chance of beating me, and then you add Tom Foss to the equation, and your chances of winning drastically go down. In a three-way match, you have a 33.3% chance of winning, but I have a 66.6% chance of winning, because Tom Foss knows he can't beat me, so he's not even going to try. So, Josh Traeger, you take your 33.3% chance of winning, minus my 25% chance... You have an 8.3 chance, 8.3% chance of victory. But then you add my 75% chance of winning if we were to go one on one and add my 66.6% chance. I've got a 141.6% chance of winning, Joshua Traeger. The numbers don't lie. And they spell disaster for you at the sacrifice event. Holy shit. Is this a wrestling thing? 
I don't know. It's just really funny. I'm assuming that's a thing that a wrestler said. Just gonna oh, that's do so a quick funny. search for holy the shit. spell disaster for you at the sacrifice event. No results. It has to. I'll ask Dan about it. Dan, please explain what this was. Thank I you, liked Dan. It. Very funny. Um, all right. Well, that's it for this week. I think. Um, Did we have a sign off for this show? I always forget. We have to like say a thing, right? We have to like wrap up the show. We can't just do that. Well, we're on noisepace.xyz. We're yeah, on Twitter at Potting Bros. If that still exists when you listen to this, we're on co-host at Potting Bros. We're on Tumblr. No, we gotta that's go not back true, to- But we are on co-host at Doctor Huh. We we gotta get back on Tumblr too. People are using that website again, apparently. Oh man, the and thought that you- this show could become a phenomenon on Tumblr. Please! It would be so funny. Are you on Tumblr? I am on Tumblr. Do you want to make a Dr. Ha account? Sure, why not? Okay. Okay, I can do that. Thank you. Make sure you I feel like you should do it because you're the one who knows how to use Tumblr, but... (laughs) I have not used Tumblr since I was like... Yeah, but you use Tumblr when it... Like, you use Tumblr when Tumblr was at its most Tumblr. I don't know what Tumblr is now, okay? Last time I logged into Tumblr, I got scared and logged out. It was like weird, and it was bluer. And and we'll pay we'll pay to uh, we'll pay to blaze every one of our posts, and we'll be like, it'll be like, here's the post. It's gonna say something like, um, it's gonna say something like, have you ever wondered what's gonna happen when you die to your immortal soul? Well, listen to Doctor Huh, and that'll you won't get any answers, but you'll have a great time. Right. It'll be like, um, as a, as a, a, a traditional gender roles are good, I would say. There's a thing apparently on Tumblr that a bunch of like trad wives use the blaze feature a bunch or like Catholics, I think maybe it is. Okay. I was kind yeah. of trying to figure out what the fuck you were talking about. Mm-hmm. That's like, I don't know that much about Tumblr, but I do know that. And I thought it was funny. So we're going to, we're going to try to corner the Tumblr blaze Catholic market for our podcast. I think. Yes. We're, gonna we're definitely going to do that. Uh, we're hosted on noisebase.xyz where you can listen to podcasts such as Prime Cuts, and, Podcasting uh, is Forbidden in the Cloud oh. Recesses. You just cut me off. That's fine. Sorry. You can do the, you can do the rest of them now. The I'm Sonic Shuffle. Done. Fuck you. I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm Forward, not forward, re-zero. Thank you. Can you, can you give a shout Gay out friend to Gay Senior cool Dog Ro- Sanctuary. Can you walk, shout out, uh, Wow Cool Robot, please, for me? Can you tell everyone to listen to Wow Cool Robot? I'm not going to say it, because you, you cut me off. Listen to Wow Cool Robot. What you don't know is that I edited it, so you did say it. I'll be looking forward to hearing what that sounds like. I mean, it sounds like you saying, listen wow to cool. Wow Cool Robot, which but you I'm did like say ex- word for I'm word. I'm, like, exasperated when I say it. Like, I'm mad. <laughs> listen to Wow Cool Robot. All right, well, thank you all very much for listening to Dr. Ha. We'll be back next time with a David Tennant. Fresh out the oven, new doctor for our show. We're down to like two doctors that we haven't met for our, uh, for our, our, our total running count. Cause we haven't seen Eckelman and we haven't seen, uh, we haven't seen, uh, Capote. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is going to be, uh, is this late David Tennant? Didn't you say series two? Series two. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. This is, Sorry, this series is, two. Yeah, I scrolled down on the on the list yeah. by mistake. Oh, that confused. means I think this is a Rose Tyler episode. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be. We'll see you next time. Ha ha. Time. Remember. Get it. Get, it's like Doctor Get back in your TARDIS. 
Get back in Hoovians. Get back in your TARDIS. Hoovians, please leave. Please leave. We need to. We need to come up with a sign up for the sh- sign off for the show right now. Sam, what do we sign off with every week for the rest of the time we do this? Fuck. Nope. Try again. Come up with something really funny. Like we say at the end of every episode, bye byes are cool. Uh, like at the end. Of, oh, like the like we say at the end of every episode, Alonzi, Alonzo. You cut out. Oh, I didn't hear what it was. Uh, it's a wretched quote from a from a disgusting show called Doctor Who, and I really don't like it. And I really don't want to. Oh, sign do you want off me to? Do you want me to say the Doctor Who prayer that I wrote? Yes. Can we sign off with that? Please? It's did so you, long. Wait, did you write the prayer? Did you what? write that? No, they. No, I didn't come up with that. Are you sure you didn't come up with it? Yeah, they say it at conventions all the time. Okay. Well, let's let's sign off with a prayer. Can this be how we end every episode? It's we sign so off with long. Little, with our little prayer. It's gonna take like ten minutes. All right. Oh god, I'm actually gonna. Well, I make okay. I make you say movie yeah. and hop in your TARDIS, so this is fair. Okay, and I think it'd be really funny if this is how we sign off every week is with this fucking wall of text. May your life flow like a river. May your days swell <laughs> sweet smell. Fuck. May your life flow like a river. May your days swell. Fuck shit. May your life. This is why it's gonna be so long. It's because I don't know how to speak English. May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack, Harkness. And may the doctor light your path through time. Amen. (laughs) See y'all next week. Bye! Bye. Doctor, bye! (laughs) Bye!